Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Mike Malatesta. On this podcast, I dig in deep with every guest to get to the roots of their success, to discover not just how it happened, but why it matters. My mission is to expose the ideas and clues you need to inspire, activate, and maximize the greatness in you. Hey, everybody, welcome back to this special solo episode of the How Did It Happen podcast. It's me alone in the studio today, and this is a short one. I'm just going to spend a little bit of time talking to you about the top five things that I've learned writing my book, Ownership, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. You can see it behind me, and you can buy it on Amazon or wherever you uh, buy books. Um, I wanted to share this because I think that there is a book inside everyone. I knew there was a book inside me for a long time. I didn't know how to get it out though. And maybe you're, maybe you have a book inside of you that you're not quite sure how to get out. So now that I've been through the process and I've gotten a book out, I thought it would be, uh, instructive or helpful to, um, take you through the top five things I learned writing my book. Uh, so a little bit of background first. I thought that I could write a book all by myself. Then it's the same thinking that I've used to do a lot of things in my life. I always, for a long time, I felt like you know, if I asked for help, that was a sign of weakness, and I would just push through and try to learn what I needed to learn, or I would spend more time, you know, I'd make more time and spend more time to make sure that I could do something on my own rather than ask for help, and I. I did that same thing with the book, and for more than 10 years, I think even maybe 15 years, um, you know, I played around with the idea, and I kind of had it in my mind that I was going to write a book, and I did some writing. I did a lot of writing. You know, here and there, I would write, and it was all in different places. Like, sometimes I'd write on the computer, and sometimes I'd write on a notebook, and sometimes I'd write on a legal pad, sometimes I'd write on a scrap of paper. And I didn't, you know, I was writing, but I didn't have any way to coordinate my thoughts or organize them. And so while I was filling up a uh, file cabinet full of uh, writing, it wasn't going anywhere in terms of becoming a book. There was nothing connected and not even close. Yeah. And that didn't get me any, that didn't get me anywhere. So uh, at the end of 2000. 19 going into 2020 I was setting my goals and I thought to myself okay I know there are organizations out there that can help me write the book I've been dragging my feet for 10 years or more to write a book I got to get this thing done so I made the determination that I was going to get the book done and then I set about um, figuring out how to actually do it uh, because once I wrote it down as a goal there was no stepping back from it I had to uh, get it uh, completed. And so um, as a result of doing that, I learned a lot of things, and these are the top five things that uh, that I learned, and maybe they will help you write your book. Number one, you need a roadmap. So there is a formula to writing a book, and I had no formula until I hired Scribe Media, which is a company that helps authors write books or helps writers become authors. There's a sort of a distinction that they like to draw there. Um, and because I was stuck and I, I didn't know where to start, I, I reached out to Scribe and, um, and I signed up for their program. And they provided me with that formula, that formula of understanding, you know, where I'm going, 
organizing my thoughts, uh, establishing the discipline of writing, um, figuring out uh, an outline, <clears throat> which I'd never done. So an outline is very helpful when you're trying to do something, and all all kinds of help. And they they um, you know they do this for a fee, of course. This is their business, and and for for me, it was around twelve thousand dollars to go through their program, which was called the Guided Author Program. Um, that's a program they have where the author, or me in this case, actually writes the book themselves, but they do it with guidance from uh, the scribe team and the scribe process. They also have other uh, options where they will write the book for you. You can dictate the book and they'll help you, you know, edit it, put it together, all kinds of different options. I took the guided author one. That was the investment for it. And it was worth it because all of the all of the energy and time that I had wasted in all those years of sort of trying to do it on my own or thinking I could do it on my own was just robbing me of really the 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 opportunity to get it done. <laughs> I just wasn't getting it done, and the investment was uh, in my in my estimation um, well worth it to uh, to get the formula and get the book done. Number two is you need consistency. Uh, so once I started in the scribe process, I wrote every day for almost every day for a year uh, to get the book done. And that sounds like a long time and it sounds like a lot of commitment, but um, it's really more about the, it is a long time, but it really is more about the consistency than anything else. And when you start out writing a book, like my book, for example, I think I had uh well, ultimately, it's about 40,000 words, but it was much longer than that during the time that I was writing it. And if you think to yourself, okay, um, I'm going to write a book of 40 or 50,000 words, it's pretty daunting. Um, like, it's a lot. It's like taking a huge step over, uh, you know, the Grand Canyon as opposed to uh, a single step to get started. So Scribe's process, uh, and the one I, the one I followed, uh, breaks it down into manageable chunks. So every day I would write, uh, it wasn't a, a big commitment. It was somewhere around an hour, maybe less, maybe a little more. And my goal was to write 250 words a day, which isn't a lot, is not a lot of words, maybe two paragraphs. And if I, if I wrote 250 words, I was done. Uh, if I wanted to write more, which I, which I often did in the time frame that I had, uh, I did. But if I wrote 250, I was done. And that was a success for the day. So it broke down the process into small steps, and it was very, very manageable. Number three is you'll probably change course as you go along writing your book. Uh, you have a, you may have an idea when you start out of what you're trying to accomplish, and as you start writing, it just doesn't follow that path. Um, that happens. That's natural. Uh, I'm told it certainly happened for me. It didn't feel natural because I thought I would just start and, you know, write my 250 uh, words a day and, and um, in three months I would have a book. And I, that, that's not what happened. In fact, uh, I wrote a lot and then had to change the direction that I was going in based on feedback that I was getting from, from uh, the editors at Scribe, which was really great feedback. But, but it, was, it was also very real because they want their company and you to produce good books. And I was not on the path to produce a good book, and they told me that I was not on the path to produce a good book. So um, the point is, you'll probably change courses as you're as you're going through. That's normal, and go with it because the job is to um, write a good book, write the very best book that you can write. 
Um, so as my, uh, you know, as the time evolved, my process evolved and my book evolved. Number four is you need to go deep. The advice that I got from scribe was that, uh, I needed to, to go deeper into stories than I was comfortable going. So I was writing, uh, stories that, you know, in my mind I was going deep on, but in reality on the page, I was not going deep on those. The reason I wasn't going deep on those, I think, is because some of those stories embarrassed me. Some of them showed a weakness in me. Some of them showed bad judgment. Some of them showed um, mistakes. Um, and others, I just sort of completed them in my head because I know what the story is and I <laughs> forgot to complete it on the page. So um, whatever the the whatever the cause of it is, uh, the advice that I got over and over again was, you need to go deep. You need to go maybe to a to a to a point on uh, some stories where you're scared. It's just scary, um, but be sure that um, you know the the deeper you go, whether it makes you feel good or not, the deeper you go, the better writer you'll become, and the better story you will tell as a result. And number five is you need a team. So while writing the book might be the hardest part of the process, or it's certainly the most time-consuming part of the process, it's not the only part of the process, and you should know that going in. Um, I think, like I took for granted a lot of the other things that needed to happen. For example, you know, coming out with a title um, or a subtitle, as most books have subtitles, or coming out with a cover or cover design, and then the editing process takes forever. And then you've got the page layout and the font and the typeface and the pricing and the marketing. And the list goes on and on and on. And maybe some people out there can manage all that by themselves, but uh, but I couldn't. I needed a team and, um, you know, Scribe, uh, Scribe provided a lot of the team that I needed as part of their package, which, uh, again, made it attractive to uh you know, to work with them, but I also had to get, um, add others to the team. I had, I had to add people who were really good with, um, you know, writing press releases and stuff. And I had to add people who had really great connections and I had to add, you know, a group of podcasters and, and, and other media outlets that would, um, you know, have me on and have me promote my book. So the point is when you're done writing the book, that's just, uh, step one. It's it feels great because at least that part is done, but uh, the book's not going to sell by itself. It's not going to get out in the world by itself, particularly if you're a first time author like like I am. You know, nobody knows, so you have to help them uh, get to know you and get to know the book. That's part of the author's uh, job, and it's part of the responsibility. I mean, if you're proud of your work, you want to get it out there so that it impacts. Um, uh, and affects as many people as possible. So those are my five, the top five things I learned writing my book. Uh, you need a roadmap. You need consistency. You'll probably change course. You need to go deep, and you need a team. And so I'll end by this, by saying this, I, as I mentioned at the beginning, I think that everyone has a unique voice and a unique story to tell. And I think everyone should consider writing a book or uh, dictating a book or just talking a book out or 
whatever you feel most comfortable doing, uh, I would encourage you to put together a formula, put together a roadmap for it, whether you work with someone like Scribe or whether you work with yourself or whether you work, I don't know, figure out some way for AI to do it, uh, work with AI to do it. But uh, I would encourage you to do it because um, the world's always looking for great stories. You have a unique one and you can help people and you can make a difference in someone's life. So go ahead and write that book. And in the meantime, thanks for listening to my podcast. Um, That's really important to me and I hope I'm providing value to you uh, with each and every episode. And if you're interested in the book, you can find it, Ownership, How Getting Selfish Got Me Unstuck. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website, mikemalatesta.com, or wherever you like to buy your books. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the How Did It Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How'd It Happen podcast.